Good morning, everybody. Today, I have a quote from Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning. Amazing book. 10 out of 10. Recommend you read it. Changed my life forever. That's what I love. I love books that change my life. So I want to share this with you. This quote is incredible in the sense that it's helped me destroy bad habits, like just kick bad habits hard. If you can grasp this fully, you'll get what I mean. And the quote goes like this, live as if you were living for the second time and had acted as wrongly as you are about to act now. I love this because I mean, for myself, I can look back at a bunch of things where I made a mistake. And to me, a mistake really is just an obstacle to who I want to be. And so when I've made a mistake in the past, I look back and I say, wow, I really wish I didn't do that, right? We all have those like little things, even if it's like something dumb, whatever it is, as long as it's something that uh, is in between who you are and who you know you deserve to be. When I think about moments like that, so whether it be engaging in like drugs or alcohol or anything like that for the wrong reasons, you know, for like abusing substances or whatever it might be. And you look back and you're like, man, I wish I didn't do that. And so I pretend that I am my future self looking back and being like, man, don't do it. I'm acting as if I had already done this and now I'm back in time and I can make a different decision. Acting like that person, be that person who, um, cause it's funny, you don't really realize especially with addiction, you don't really realize that you made a mistake and that this is a mistake until you're on the other end of it. Because that's just how it works. That dopamine, like seeking reward system just gets you, it grips you. So if you can get out ahead of not just hardcore addiction, that's not really what I'm talking about, just little things in your day that keep you from who you want to be, then I think that right there is a very powerful practice. So I've used this a lot where I just, I have it written down in my little book here. Uh, some of my favorite quotes in here. Live as if you were living for the second time and had acted as wrongly as you were about to act now. And the best part about that too is it gives you like a third, like, like another angle on your situation. It's like, oh, I'm my future self who had already acted as wrongly as this guy's about to act right now. I can, I do have the choice. It also, it empowers me to know that I do have the choice to do something, right? I can do something about this. And that feels amazing. So that's helped me a lot. The second quote I have is from the same book. I've said this one before, but it goes like this from Man's Search for Meaning. Pleasure is and must remain a side effect or byproduct and is destroyed and spoiled to the degree to which it is made a goal itself. Depending on how much you make pleasure the ultimate goal, that's how you destroy pleasure. And for most people, it becomes like an endless loop, you know, where you're constantly seeking it. Then you get it for five seconds and then you're back down to earth and then you try again. And it's this whole thing. When pleasure becomes a byproduct. For me, I had realized, not through this book, but through a billion different books and teachings and practices, that who I become is the ultimate, for me at least, the ultimate goal. Everything else is a byproduct right? So my relationship becomes a byproduct of who I am. And my relationship benefits from that. I experience deeper levels of connection and fun and joy. My home life is a byproduct of who I am. So a reflection like my space, is it clean? Is it comfortable? Is it, you know, feng shui? Um, that is a byproduct of who I am. Everything outwardly is a reflection of who I am and how I feel about myself and, you know, all of that. So pleasure is also another byproduct. I wake up and the first thing I do is not pleasurable. I work out and I hate it, but I like it more than I don't like it. Does that make sense? Like there is a part of me that is like the executive person who has total control, who is above and the person basically 
that I'm talking about who is in the future looking down at your past mistakes that are technically present, if that makes sense. Basically, I am so far removed that I'm like, I don't care how unpleasurable this is. I see the bigger picture. And so I do it. And with that view of the bigger picture, you realize that, oh, this involves everything. So pleasure becomes a side effect of that. Like when I work out, it sucks, but I'm not, I'm not working out to experience, you know, for some people working out is like, I want to have the body. And then, you know, you're building up this character. That's not why I work out. It becomes my one and only goal in life is to become a valuable person. Like for me, that's what it is. I want to be a valuable person. I want to provide value. I want to help people. I want to inspire people. I want to make the world a better place by just being me. Everything else becomes a byproduct and your life just becomes amazing. I don't know if you've ever heard of like, once you let go of things, that's when they truly come. That is so true. I guess moral of the story for that second one is like, don't chase happiness, chase the meaning. It's called man's search for meaning. That's what the book is called. And a lot of it is about the idea of meaning and his logotherapy is the type of therapy that he founded. I think it just means logos. I think the Greek word for meaning. So it's a therapy where the, the whole surrounding like the whole purpose of it is purpose like what is the meaning what does life mean to you so instead of life being a constant seeking for pleasure it's best to have a compass that guides you and that compass is your meaning is your purpose in life and it doesn't have to be a specific thing that you can put into language but something good you know and that brings me to uh just the last quote which is whatever the health of the seed produces the fruit of the tree this is not for man search for meaning i actually heard this from a guy named garen jones on youtube and uh, yeah, I just liked it a lot. It's very simple. Whatever the health of the seed produces the fruit of the tree. So start at the core. If you're worried about your life, if there's anything wrong with your life, focus on you because you are the center of your life. Your body is the center of it all. You can't get from A to B without your body. Not in this life. Your mind is something that you're constantly using to navigate the world and create and plan and schedule and do things and speak and whatever. Take care of your mind, your awareness, your beliefs, all of this matters. And it will determine the fruit of this tree you call your life. Um, and these are three quotes that have changed my life so profoundly just in the last you know, year or so. So I hope this helped. I hope you liked it. Thank you so much for being a part of this whole morning podcast thing. And I am really excited to continue with it. So thank you and goodbye.